Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Where Do We Go From Here, a podcast all about how coronavirus has impacted on the creative industries. Over the last few weeks we've spoken to a range of creatives and today we are moving into the realm of dance. Join me as we speak with Denise Goff about how her new business Bar with Denise came about and how the pandemic affected her performing roles pretty instantly and without any warning. Since recording, Ireland has now been put under level 5 restrictions, which is effectively a full lockdown. Ireland, I send you lots of well wishes, and I advise anyone listening to check out Denise's Instagram page, Bar with Denise, to see what she has planned for the coming weeks. With Denise. So, Welcome, Denise. Welcome, yes. Denise. Yes. <laughs> so it's been a while since we last spoke, but we're going to chat all about lockdown and coronavirus and all that fun stuff oh, that yeah. we have grown to love over the yeah. last few months. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing and who you were before all of this came about and suddenly shut everything down. Oh my gosh. It feels like forever ago, by the way, not just like a few months. I know. Because we did that one gig, or two or three gigs in was that was it like last October, I think yeah. it was. It was relatively, no, it wasn't this year, God. <laughs> it's like, oh my yeah. God, it feels like long. Um, yeah. Yeah. So before it all, I was working in studios teaching bar. Um, and then I was working at a kickboxing studio as well, just front of house. And then doing the show as well on the weekends. So it was quite hectic. Like Do the show as a dancer like every weekend? Was it still like the two, three shows? Yeah. So sometimes Thursday to Sunday or Friday to Sunday or Monday. Nice. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was quite, quite busy, but that's what I'm used to. So now looking back, I'm like, what was I doing? I'll never do like what I used to try and fit into yeah. one day. I remember I used to work like, Oh, just stupid days and hours. Like, yeah. if I had a day off, I was like, whoa, something's wrong. Exactly. Where's my little, yeah. like, even half day, I need a half day of work. I need something to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It is. And that mentality has definitely totally changed for me. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm, I quite enjoyed the start of lockdown because I was like, I don't have to, like, I can't do anything. So it made it okay to relax and okay to enjoy, like, time. Yeah, I had moments, I think I actually went through the initial, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what do I do now kind of thing? And I was definitely sat there like, I don't have a purpose, I don't know what to do. And then I looked at my, like, book of jobs. Aww. And I was like, excellent. <laughs> and just started working through it, Happy which day. is great. And, you know, it's that book of jobs that never actually disappears. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, cur- it's now, now yellow and, Ooh. like, it's every day just growing and like yesterday I had seven things on my list to do and I was like oh I've done two things but then I got to the end of the day and I was like why do I now have eight things on my list oh my gosh I know it never stops life right <laughs> yeah but I feel like it's like a lot more prominent in creativity because you just think of new things and you have to get them done True. it's not it's not like maybe in other jobs I don't know I haven't got another another job like that where you have like set special targets and you have to hit those targets once you've done them they're done yeah 
Yeah, no, this is like forever ongoing. And you're always thinking of the next thing or like to make what you just did better again and like stuff like that. Yeah, or like you, you're like, oh, I need to train to be able to do that. And then you're like, oh, but once I've done that, I can then do this. And then you're yeah. like, but I can't even do that bit. Like, stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Just> stop. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Like, I've gotten much better at goal setting, I feel. And having the time to actually work towards them has been super helpful. Not that I'm grateful we've gone into lockdown, but there yeah. are little silver linings to come out of it. Oh, 100%. Like, absolutely. I'm quite happy it happened in one sense but obviously there's also like the other sides with that has yeah minus all the negative things yeah it's not been (laughs) (laughs) if you take away everything it was okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, that's a completely common theme as well i've heard loads of people say you know i'm not upset about having time Mm. having time has been really nice and it's something that we would not have had yeah Exactly. I guess we are quite privileged to be able to have time in our homes with whatever we want to do and we can just do it. Yes. It's it's not been too much of a struggle. Obviously, there's been a little bit of the panic of, okay, so my my grant or my wage this month is only going to be this much. Mm -hmm. But it's been okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, (laughs) yeah. The the longer it goes on, I think the more anxious I do get, but also the more mm. aware that just things have to change. And like you yeah. have to go and do other jobs or you have to go out and do it yourself or you have to create something new. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no like book for what to do now, which is oh. kind of where this podcast comes in because I sat in my room one day and was like, help. Yeah. And I just wanted to like talk to some people and be like, what do you think is going to happen? What are your ideas? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm not going to like nab bar with Denise or anything because <laughs> I can't teach bar. I'd get too tired. <laughs> It'd be more like a comedy bar program just by the end, me on the floor with like maracas. Like, no. Oh my God, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> um, like if lockdown didn't happen, you probably might not have even thought to do a podcast, right? Or Oh yeah, it's been like one of those things I'd always happily do, hmm. but it, I, hadn't, I didn't have anything to talk about. Right, yeah. It'd just be like a podcast, me being like, oh, this is how I made a cake. Or, yeah. Like, I'm not saying those aren't interesting. Some people's podcasts are great. Um, <laughs> or it would be like a standard, like, talking about vocal technique or like right. gig fatigue or something. Yeah, but it would yeah. just be like, it's been done. There's nothing interesting there. And I have, I don't really, I personally don't gain anything from it apart from hearing the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Which, you know, I obviously can't get enough of. Oh, of course. <laughs> mm. No, I, I get you. It's a completely different way of life we have now. So it's quite just new. Everything's new and fresh. And not, mm. I don't know if exciting is the right word, but just at the moment, it's particularly not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's very anxiety ridden and yeah. just the unknown like not saying I like things to be predictable I don't I do like a bit of a curveball mm-hmm. but I think having a little more stability yeah. for our industries at the moment would be nice oh the, the stability at the moment is like 
you can't do anything. <laughs> That's the stability. It's like yeah. you are a hundred percent not allowed to do it. And you're like, <laughs> I know it actually, like, especially the last few weeks with some of the stuff that has come out and that advert that has cropped back up again. It's all- Yeah. I'm like very torn on that advert. Cause there's so many problems with it that aren't just the wording, like yeah. the whole advert, you just look at it and you're like, who came up with that? Yeah, why was that allowed? Like, why was that? At any point. Yeah. Admittedly, there were other adverts. And if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, I'm sure you do. It's the um, Fatima's next career, maybe in cyber advert. Mm-hmm. I hope that's the one you're talking about. Otherwise, yeah. this, this is going to be a really disjointed <laughs> section. <laughs> Just no. like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, some of the responses to it have been like I think some of them may have been a little bit too like jumped down the throat before it was thought about yeah but a lot of them I think were very justified like the wording was not right the the picture was not right there was just every it's just like how can you insult everyone you got it yeah it's just I don't even know how it came back up was it like re um, someone found it yeah probably googled the word like retrain which is obviously a thing that is coming up like it it's possible that some of us may have to retrain I'm hoping you're not one of those people because I love your stuff (laughs) same for you it actually just gave me a wave of anxiety like that word (laughs) retrain no (laughs) no oh my god I literally like no that doesn't have to happen for anybody. Like, yeah, I think a member of my family, like they were trying to be very supportive and helpful. They were like, we love what you do, but have you thought, we're going into a recession, have you thought about retraining? And I, like in my head just went, Yeah, no. I know. Like the stubbornness in me was like, no, I'm not doing that because no. it's my passion, it's my life. And I got very dramatic the other week and I was like, it's literally like telling me I can't be the person I am. It's my identity and my soul. Yeah, no, like, true. Like we put so much more into it than something that maybe we would retrain and not actually care about, which yeah. I don't know if that's a good attitude for me, but like if I had to retrain in something, I would have to care about what I do. That's something I've definitely yeah. in the last like, year I'd say I have to care about what I'm doing otherwise like that I don't feel like I have a purpose or I don't know Mm. like what I'm living for as dramatic as I mean that no it sounds so dramatic but you can't describe it in any other way it is dramatic and that's how it feels to you yeah I'm definitely Um, a person that has you know the whole live to work or work to live I mm -hmm. definitely live to work like because your working is your living yeah yeah and I used to look at that like, oh my God, that's like, people are living to work, all they're doing is like working like their whole life, they should enjoy it, like la la la. But when you enjoy what you do, it's so different. <laughs> yeah, it's, n- but then like working to living to work, whichever way around it is, the one where you're working more, yeah. it's like, but that work also becomes your fun, it becomes your release. Yeah. yeah. And being able to combine them is such like it's such a privilege. I love that we have the opportunities here, but mm-hmm. then having it like just grabbed and taken away immediately is like, oh my god. Yeah, and still no solution. I feel. Yeah, like, I, like I do. 
hope that whole prediction of next year that like we're going to come back properly because at the moment for dancers it's probably even harsher like for singers like there are small duo gigs out there there are small gigs but obviously only those musicians who are booked on the big tours they're going to get put on those gigs you're not going to get people who are a bit more grassroots coming up and doing them or if you do it'll be like a really lucky yes got it kind of thing totally yeah um i don't know what it's like for the dancing world is there any kind of there's performance going on personally i've literally not done anything dance wise at all since before lockdown we literally were in the middle of a show or we were we were about to go on stage and then this whole thing about um locking down hat was happening mm. and we were like is the show happening right now? Like, can we go on? Yeah, we right. didn't know. And it was all so confusing. And we were all like, obviously like dressed, ready to go on stage. But then um, they were afraid that not many um, people would travel because it was about the whole travel. It was all, whatever day that was, it was all kicking off. Yeah. And we were like, well, we're allowed to do it because um, it was such short notice or something. We were allowed to go on and do it. And knowing yeah, that's like wasn't it industry had to close like that night so you could open for that night and then you close your doors and you don't open again yeah yeah Yeah. so we did the show knowing that like well in my head I was like ah surely be grand in two weeks like it's fine oh my god we definitely all had that like we'll be fine it's fine yeah so literally haven't done anything since that day um dance wise like performing well I know there's been like virtual award shows and mm-hmm. stuff which look really cool and like it's so good that people are like thinking outside the box and like still getting stuff done um and there's some pantos and stuff happening as well but again they just have to really think about theaters and what yeah yeah so, so many restrictions in place and obviously now like instead of it being a hundred dancers going for that one role you've got a thousand more oh, yeah Oh, hundred percent. Like <laughs> there's already so many people. But you, but... Yeah. You've got thousands of people going for like hotel receptionist roles. I remember that story came up. It was like thousands of people. Whereas yeah. before they'd have like 10. Yeah. If a role like that's getting that kind of application, then oh. I dread to think the rest of the world. I know. And it's gone the other way as well. I know a lot of people who, um, have decided actually, yeah, I don't want to perform anymore. And now they just... Have they decided or do you feel like they've been forced to decide? That's an interesting question. I think so. Has it been more financially driven? They've gone, okay, I can't afford, I can't make money. I don't want to do it now because I need to do something else. True. There, I, think, I think there's definitely that and realising how much maybe security meant. And mm-hmm. then there's the other side of it where so many people have left the city, like have left London because they realize you don't need to be there. And also there's not nothing going on in London at the minute. And I know a lot of fitness people who um, have left because they realize they can do it online or they like, yeah, just prefer to be out maybe in the countryside or in nature and just do online stuff because it's gone well over lockdown so there's pros and cons I think yeah it's an interesting world so yeah before this you're a dancer and you've just said so lockdown actually hit you while you were in a theater yeah yeah that's mental I actually haven't even thought of that night since it as well 
But it must have been such a surreal experience because um, you're like the first person I've spoken to who had that experience. Because I think theatres and bars locked down just before the country went into its full shutdown. Yeah. Oh my God, it so, literally feels like a dream world. Like, Yeah, to be about to go on stage and hear a government announcement like we are locking down all bars and theatres, which yeah. hasn't happened in my memory ever. Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing like this. Not at all. Um, yeah, that, it was so weird. Um, and especially, like, leaving at the end as well. Mm -hmm. um, we were all just like, bye. See Forever. you. <laughs> like, yeah, it was so weird. Like, you didn't know if you were going to go see each other, like, in a few weeks or what's going to happen. But, yeah. Was... I don't think any of us imagined we would still be in lockdown now. Oh my gosh, uh, uh, like worst, I was like, ah, it's grand. By September, everything will be fine again. That was, that was where I was at. I was like, okay, it's going to happen. Hopefully we'll have sorted it out by August, you know. Yeah, yeah. Might get a bit of money at the end of the year. Yeah, cut to. <laughs> yeah, and now we're just looking at ourselves <laughs> laughing. We're like, maybe in 2022, come on. <laughs> oh my God. It is bizarre. The Sherlock, it's life. Yeah, so... That particular gig, so that one where they announced the bars and theatres were shutting, did you, like, how was the turnout on that gig? Because I remember, like, a gig I had at a similar time, turnout was appalling. This one, um, it I think it was fully booked, um, but not, uh, it wasn't, like, when we got out there on stage, yeah. people definitely didn't come. But the people that were there were having the best crack and like it was oh, they probably were being told this is your last <laughs> show in like maybe two weeks maybe a month who knows they're probably yeah. like right yeah <laughs> but we were like because we were like are people gonna turn up like we didn't know until like we were actually on stage and looking out and we were like oh okay people have come but we just yeah we didn't know what to expect or what was gonna yeah. happen um but yeah they came and it was like really good fun such a good show which is always it which is nice to end on that note yeah to end on a good show but also like that must have been such a such a turbulent show everything's so heightened all the adrenaline just so much more yeah because not knowing like i don't know did you come off from act one and then not know if you could go back on for act two or something like that or once waiting for it to get pulled yeah one, once they um gave us the okay that it was allowed to happen. We knew we had to finish the show. So we were going mm. to do the whole thing. Um, but I think there was a nice energy because you didn't know when you were going to do it again. So you just, for me anyway, I just like danced for like fun. Not fun because you always do, but it was a different feeling during that show because you were like, yeah. oh my God, when are we going to do this again? So you like, like really, give it your all. And... Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, like and probably really interact with the other girls on stage and there's probably a good like camaraderie kind of thing yeah. going on there. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, which is nice because obviously sometimes like you can feel really tired or you're like, come on, or something might be hurting you or blah, blah, blah. But in this one, it was just like, oh my God, let's just do it. Like what is going on in the world? Let's just have <laughs> I don't understand outside. Let's stay in our safe theatre bubble. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. How many of you were on stage for that one? Because I know you have varying setups. Yeah, uh, it was the full lot of us. I don't know what that means. How many? Four dancers, three singers 
and then the band. Oh, you had the three, oh, three singers including the lead, of course. So yeah. I was like, wait, you've upgraded your backing singers? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so you're really looking cool. at like 15 to 20, including your tech team. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Imagine being on a stage with that many people. Isn't that bizarre? like, and that's not even like a big cast or whatever. That's just, yeah, it's, like when you think of other shows that you've like done. West End or something. Uh, yeah. it's, it's mental that that's like, oh, remember that? Not like, oh yeah, it's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. I had one gig in like the middle of the lockdown, like July. It was all socially distanced, really well planned out. And it was with 40 singers. I remember just walking in and being like, this is the best day of my life. Oh my gosh, where was just, that? It was in London. and It was just like so well done. Like yeah. obviously really, really thought through and like, I guess a lot of money had been given to it. So it had that opportunity. So it was just like, oh my God, this is so nice to be around other people. Yeah. Like, and I definitely like, I practiced my like hardest. I don't think I've ever practiced for a gig that hard and I probably didn't need to. <laughs> I was like, these will be perfect. I will be amazing. And oh then I, I definitely got on such a high. And then it's as soon as it finished, just drops. Cause I was like, yeah, when's this going to happen again? I know that. And that's what we need to be so careful of when stuff does mm. start to pick up again, like for our mental health to like, mm -hmm. Obviously, they're thrills. Like being on stage can be a thrill of. And something. obviously, enjoy that thrill, like totally, yeah. But it's knowing to catch yourself afterwards to be like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down now. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to normality and don't be sad about it. Yeah, and that will be fun and nice too. Oh my god, the like I feel. <clears throat> I think it was my aunt described it the other day. As creatives, we are quite turbulent people. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, so even though I'm quite, like, mathematical and quite structured in my mindset, like, I've not got a musician's brain at all, I swear. But even then, my emotions just skyrocket and drop yeah. for no reason. I like, think you feel things, like, wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. um, one yeah. day I was feeling sad and then someone showed me a dog meme and I cried because it was so cute. Oh my God. And then the next day, someone showed it to me, and I was like, "It's fine." Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not the dog that made me cry. It's just yeah. everything going on in my life. Exactly. Yeah, and like, oh, girl, I feel you. <laughs> so, have you seen like a puppy that is so adorable that you just well up a little bit? Oh my God! Yeah, like not even puppies. Like, what was I? Anything. Watching? I was watching um, Pose on Netflix. Oh, I still need to watch Pose. Oh, it was amazing. But they were, someone was just doing a lip sync and I was crying. <laughs> was so like, it's not funny because that's just the place you were in, but that is, someone was doing a lip sync? Lip sync. Literally not even singing. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> crying. <laughs> because it was so emotional. Like for me, anyway. <laughs> But yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> right, that's almost as like cringy as the only film I've ever cried at. I was eleven. And I don't know if you've seen it, it's Dragonheart. No, I've not seen that. It's Sean Connery voicing a dragon and it's a really old like dragon and human film and the dragon dies and I was just like, Oh <laughs> I've never cried at anything else. Like Bambi didn't get me, nothing else got me. Really? I think oh, the only thing that's got me since was A Star Is Born. And then I was like, come on, Alice. Oh, like, no. All that, the films. That is good, though. 
that. But again, it was the dog. Oh, yes. The dog got me. I was like, he's just sat there. I know. If anyone hasn't seen it, we won't give it away. No, no, no. <laughs> well, prepare. <laughs> it's a very well put together emotional setup with the song and the everything put together. Yeah. It's very cleverly done. Yeah. But every time I watch it, I watch it like, no, I'm not going to cry at this one. And then just every time I'm like, oh. <laughs> Maybe it's animals. You need to test it out with another thing. Another, watch Marley and but me. But Bambi didn't, do, no, Marley and me didn't do it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but I really like dogs. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe it is the story of A Star Is Born. Yeah, and Dragonheart just, I haven't cried at it since. It was a one-time thing. Um, <laughs> people are going to like, just stop listening now. They'll be like, oh my God, no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so yeah, back onto that. So lockdown hitting, how did that sort of affect you? Was it immediate, like things just got cancelled? Did they get postponed? What happened to you and how did that kind of, like what was the thought process that happened to you? So as soon as, Boris came out with his, we are going into a national lockdown. That's my Boris impression. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so for, I'm trying to think of that night. So obviously um, doing the show, we knew the shows. Actually, no, even at that stage, we were like, oh, um, the shows next weekend, will they be okay? And yeah, going, is it a really temporary measure kind of thing? Yeah, and we were like, oh, maybe, but, like, just um, know that it might happen. I think we had, like, three shows the next weekend, so I was just a bit like, okay, that's, like, a, a good bit of money, like, that may not come in. Um, and then I think I... I can't even remember. I think everything literally just went at once. Well, because I, um, I guess initially you still would have had in your mind, you'd have been like, okay, so the show might not happen next week, but I've still got my um, instructing. And yeah. I still have the other job. So yeah. it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yeah, but I think at that stage, oh, yeah, because it was Paddy's Day. It was around Paddy's Day. Oh, my God, I remember the uproar. Yeah, that's <laughs> How dare they? How dare they take away your holiday? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, for anyone that doesn't know, do you know what Paddy's Day is, what we're celebrating? I, I have a knowledge, but I'd rather you, like, explain it because it's your thing. I don't want to take this from you. It's that um, St. Patrick banished all snakes from Ireland. So we drink. We celebrate. There's, there's definitely still snakes in Ireland, right? I mean, I've not seen one in all have of my years. Seen, <laughs> have you ever seen a snake in your time in the UK, though? Well, true. Actually, oh my God, no. There's oh. I saw she had a snake in her house recently. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw that. Like, I'm not scared of snakes, but they're not something I would choose to have in my house. Oh God, no! Oh my gosh! It's not like, it's not like a puppy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this um, lady didn't choose to have it. She found it and had to get. Oh, like, I thought you meant she had a pet. She found oh, a snake. No, this was like a wild snake or whatever you call them. <laughs> um, yeah, a snake like you'd find a mouse in your house. She found a snake. Bizarre. Oh Obviously, it wasn't like the. I'm like literally water. looking around my room now, like, where are they? I know, mental. Um, but 
but yeah so why are we oh yeah Paddy's Day um so that's what Paddy's Day is about and that's why it's celebrated all over the world (laughs) like I honestly didn't think that was it I don't know what I thought it was but you have enlightened me Mm, yeah anybody that I tell they're like why what is Paddy's Day about I was like, what? <laughs> you can celebrate anything over there. <laughs> that is true. Um, that's the thing. That's probably why we don't have an English holiday in the same way as Paddy's Day, because you guys just like, no more snakes. And we're like, party. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. a funny one. Um, but yeah, so it was around Paddy's Day. Um, the studio had definitely closed abruptly. The one um, that I worked for in the house at, they had to close quite quickly. And then mm-hmm. I think the my classes were cancelled, but people were quite quick onto Zoom classes. Um, okay, so your bar classes, did they kind of transfer immediately? I think so. Maybe there was a week or two. And then yeah. other um, uh, schools and stuff that I did some like dance tutorials for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was quite quick as well. Um, people got really creative really quickly, I feel. But yeah, yeah, it could have been a week or two max, I think, of like, what's going on? But again, at that time, I I was so okay with it because I was like, oh my God, I can chill. I'm actually not. I got a week off that yeah. you didn't ask for. I'm so happy. Yeah. So that's how my mindset went straight away. And then mm. I was like, oh God, okay, this is still going. <laughs> yeah, I can't actually go on holiday. Or go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a to get into Sainsbury's. This is weird. And you don't even know if you're going to be able to get what you want. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Like, looking back, the pasta shortage. Like, that was so crazy. I mean, it was like, there was one time I couldn't get tinned tomatoes. Oh my gosh, yeah, the tinned stuff was gone. And you were just like... Well, and like, things like corn started selling out and like tofu and I was like come on guys you guys don't even eat tofu I know no one is gonna stockpile on tofu no I know it's all crazy and I swear like even sometimes you go to the shop now and certain things aren't there if there's like a hint of like yeah like um the pasta started going again I went to Sainsbury's to get some lasagna sheets and they were gone what is that about it's beginning Maybe, yeah, and the toilet roll, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, the toilet roll situation. It's like a famine in this country, I swear. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I think... But also, like, my mum said, I called her and I was like, the toilet roll's all going, because I think London was very much ahead in that sense. Everything happened here first, at first, not now. Yeah. But, um, and I was like, the toilet roll's all gone. And she's like, but what did people do before? Yeah. Like, why do they now need that much? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I mean, I think it's because, like, I I think I was maybe too chill with it all. I was just kind of like, oh, it's fine. Like, there will be. And luckily, there was never a shortage. Like, we always had what we needed. But, like, even now, I can see my sister, like, thinking of Christmas and, like, uh, winter. Mm, Wants to make sure she's got everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, it would be grand. Like, relax. (laughs) But who knows? (laughs) It's probably our faith in humanity that, like, come on, guys, don't buy everything, share. Yeah, and just, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm still trying to be positive about it. I think because I want stuff to reopen mm. and go back to as close as what we had before, that I'm like, no, it'll be fine, maybe I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> I just want yeah. to open properly again and stuff. 
Yeah, I'm very, I really want stuff to open. I really do. I want everything to go back to normal, but then obviously you want to keep people safe. I know. And it's just like, how much, how much can you swing either side? Mm -hmm. And then there's the whole thing of who this virus affects. You're like, okay, so how, like, there is no equation to work it out. No, they were, I was actually watching something the other day about it and whether herd uh, immunity would be best to do or whether the whole shut down for two weeks, reopen again, Mm. shut down again for two weeks. So you just don't know. I feel like there is good and bad things with anything that we could do, but I think maybe it's just the, um, the, what's the word? The jab. Mm. Vaccination. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The jabby jabby. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what we need. And then we can... Mm. Oh, I was saying, saying to um, some people who live in my road, I was like, the day we get a vaccine, I reckon it's going to go mental. People be running out their houses, you yeah. know, like, toilet paper being thrown across the street. Like, I don't need you. <laughs> everywhere. I do think there will be like a lot of um, social stuff. Well, oh, it's so hard because you could talk and- to different people and they're like, no, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Like yeah people are just like oh like there's a vaccine i don't know but then it's how it gets distributed and obviously the expense so like either way it's (laughs) yeah it's a it's a virus that ultimately no matter what you do whether you lock down whether you don't lock down it's gonna kill people yeah exactly no matter what you do we're in this inevitability of shit yeah (laughs) and i think good outcome no and i think the minute you accept that you kind of are like okay like you get on with things as much as you can yeah you kind of go well this is how they're dealing with it we do live in a a government-led society as much as there is freedom you know we don't have the last say so it's kind of like okay this is what i have to do yeah 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 so yeah back to bar so your bar classes that you were doing before were they linked at all to your wonderful, wonderful um, bar with Denise that you have set up? Like, were they sort of, you were employed by a company to do them or was that your own thing already? Um, no. So um, I was just uh, an instructor at studios. So oh, okay. I'd go in and do the classes under that studio. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the one I trained it, so I did Bar Concept, which I... Uh, really enjoy because it's quite dance based more than mm. just um like a workout to with some bar stuff thrown in and that's really yeah. important for me because I love dancing obviously love but you're a dancer uh, like as much as you're yeah. into fitness like dance is your calling <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm really bad in a sense of fitness like my um my attention span is just not there as in like running is grand but I just get bored and like I remember you adding the run to your um bar class yeah. and you just came back and you're like is everyone done please yeah. please be done yeah. <laughs> I want to dance yeah and I and for if I do go for a run it has to have something else linked to it so I know mm. that oh, that thing's coming. So it keeps my brain engaged. and yeah. like, Or I guess like the social aspect really helps as well. Oh my God, 100%. When I did that Beyond the Bar one, it 
and with the girls that did it for like the solid I think I did four weeks of it and and I had the same girls and it was so good to see like when we all got back and we were all like dripping because it was so hot as well it was during the summer so it was God, like, I remember because I came to I think two of them right and I remember just like I lived in a very hilly area and I was like, no, I can totally do it. It's totally fine. And then it was like 32 degrees just running up a hill. I was like, I hate my life. (laughs) Yeah, it was just a lot. But I enjoyed the push and it did make me like go for other runs and just get Mm. an extra bit of that like cardio in, which is nice. And just to get outside. Like, yeah, it's your excuse. Yeah yeah like oh I have to go so like, not like oh yeah I'll go in another few minutes or I'll go like, I can go tomorrow it's yeah. fine it, like, I have to go today because this is my one a day like. exactly yeah so it was like yeah it helped in that sense but um the bar yeah the bar before so bar concepts is what I train in so in in that it's quite like it does use the ballet words and it does use um mm-hmm. the arm positions and like yeah, it's really, it's quite, and obviously all bar is to the beat, but music is so important to me. And um, mm-hmm. so try and put like a lot of effort into that because, and I know like sometimes you're in class, you don't even realize what song is on. But for mm. me, I prefer to think about it so much that if people are like, if a song caught their attention, that they enjoyed it and that they're like, oh my God, that song, or oh my God, I didn't even know you could work out to this song or like stuff like that. Yeah. And like, obviously like I work in music. So music for me, whenever I did the limited dance that I did before I went and went, no, I can't dance. Um, no, it, the music was so like important. Pish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like the limited dance I did before, it would always be linked to that music. Like I feel like they intertwine so well. And if you do it right, it's just this beautiful combination. Yeah. Such, such an artist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. like, yeah, because like, especially for people who aren't um, in that field or don't have a musical ear or don't have like rhythm, as some people would say, like to me, mm-hmm. anybody can dance, everyone can dance, everyone can do it, but it's just what you hear is yeah like some people will clap on the one and three and two and four and it's just ah, <laughs> not the one and three <laughs> i know but there's yeah there's but when you catch yourself doing it you're like oh god <laughs> i like it makes me laugh so much like there was there was one time i actually was teaching like an adult thing and i ha- had to teach how to clap because some people just can't hear it. And like, I find it really interesting. Obviously, some people are like, oh my God, I can't deal. But I genuinely love like, just getting people to clap to see where their brain is and what I need to help with. I think it is interesting. The one that I find interesting is when people just have what they perceive as no sense of rhythm, but really it's just a completely different approach. I remember there was someone I, like, I was watching someone, I think it was on one of the theatre gigs we did, and they were clapping on, like, the and of one. Oh. But every time. Oh. (laughs) So it was like, I don't know what you're doing, and I hope it's intentional. Yeah, yeah. I hope. (laughs) Is it you're like, but, 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 every time. I was like, but it's so consistent, that can't be an accident. 
It's so interesting. Even with kids, like my mm. um, nephew, he's like just over two, but he can hear it and he claps for, like on, on a beat. And I'm like, mm. oh, this is good. Like, are we born with it? Are we not? Like, it's, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's so a very interesting find, one. Yeah. I find it so Go off topic. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you were doing your bar classes as a hired instructor. Mm-hmm. What made you go, Bar de Denise is going to begin? Oh my God, I didn't make it go anywhere. It was my friends that made But that's me. amazing. Like, tell us, how, how did that happen? Um, so at the time in, I was in London and my friends here, because I, I was in London for so long, my friends here would never um, be able to do classes or anything like that. And mm-hmm. bar isn't really big here in Ireland. Um, so... They were like, oh, Dee, would you do a Zoom and, like, do a class with us? Like, show us. And I was like, oh, would you actually want that? And they were like, yeah, like, let's do mm. it. So I started doing one just for, like, my family as well. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? So I started doing a class for my family um, because it was a good way to get everybody together mm-hmm. um, and – see each other and kind of keep spirits going and stuff. Bless you. Something is not... What was in that coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm okay. I started doing that with them. And then um, obviously them, like my friends were coming as well. Everyone started to really enjoy it. And I was like, oh, it's easier than I expected. Like this whole Zoom stuff. And only one other studio that I worked for I was teaching for online as well. So um, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. And then I don't know who it was or what it was. But someone was like, oh, Dee, are you doing like anything? Are you doing Instagram lives? And I was like, absolutely not. Oh my gosh, who am I to do an Instagram live? Like, <laughs> so, so again, because yeah. I was so scared. It's so scary yeah. for like... I did my first Instagram live doing this podcast, did the first episode live. And I was like... This is not, why do people do this? It's so scary. Like, and it's terrifying. And also that staleness, like that you get with Zoom. I don't know if you found it. Like if you're doing group sessions, you are just literally performing to a camera. It's nonstop. Like you don't, yeah, talking or like, and on Instagram Live, there's that 30 second delay as well. So you're like, everybody okay? And then you get your responses 30 seconds later when you've started talking about something else. And when you, yeah, when you started the next exercise for me, like, I'd be like, okay, just like, let me know you're alive, like you're there. And then you'd be like, right, I need to keep going because by the time they've seen this, it's like a minute then. we yeah, you were just sat there waiting like, guys? Yeah. So you just yeah. have to keep going. And then you see like the stuff pop up as you're doing it. It's yeah. Just but yeah, I was like adamant. I was like, absolutely not. I'll do a Zoom, but I will not do Instagram Lives because that's so scary and vulnerable. And mm. Yeah. Um, so I um, just started doing the lunchtime ones. Um, and I was doing it like... So I started doing it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because those were the days I hated. And I had nothing to get out of bed for. Know what I mean? So yeah, no. And that's a great reason to do it, actually. To go, actually, I hate today. Yeah. So I'm going to put something with purpose in for myself. Yeah. So and as well as engaging other people, it's for you, which is totally yeah. a good reason to do it. Well, I just, because it was, um, 
I don't know how many weeks into lockdown that I started doing like the ones where you were really early I remember because I I'd spoken to my friend about starting a bar class because I'd never done it and initially I was like don't think it's for me don't think I'm gonna like it (laughs) and I was really against it and then I was like you know I'll give it a go because Denise is offering them and I like Denise so maybe I'll like bar maybe they come hand in hand um (laughs) No, but there is so many different styles as well that you could Mm. do one and you're like, oh, this isn't for me. And you could try another one. It's like any class. Like you could go to a hip class and be like, oh my God, I hated that because of whatever reason. Or you could go to a different hip class and you're like, oh, I I thought I hated hip, but maybe I don't. Maybe it's just whatever format or works. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so I started doing those ones, yeah, because I hated Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, and then they became my favourite day of the week and I absolutely yeah. loved them. Um, and then seeing all, like, just seeing friends as well, because obviously nobody could see each other at that time. And, like, seeing... And then when, like, especially you, you were there, like, uh, so many of them, so many other people were consistent. Definitely like, reaping the free classes. You're dead, right? Gimme. Gimme. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were so many people that were consistent that when you start seeing them all the time, it's like, oh my God, this is good. Okay, I know I'm going to see them today. Like, that's really nice. And it's in the middle of the day, like the lunchtime ones. So it was like, I'll get up in the morning and I'll do my few bits and I know I have this to do. And then mm-hmm. after that, I can do blah, blah, blah. So it was like a structure as well. Just something to keep well, yeah. But that also for the people attending, like for me, I definitely used exercise as a structure. Oh. Like knowing that Bar with Denise was going to be on a Tuesday, I was like, right, that's my lunchtime exercise. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely overdid the exercise to try and like structure my day. I, I, I did so much. I know. I know. It's, it was kind of like, um, yeah, like you said, like maybe a security blanket, like, Oh, I have that. Like that's something that I, that's can... a scheduled thing. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. So why? Yeah, completely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, then it just start getting, um, a bit more like, oh, do you, um, I can't do those days. Like, are you doing any other days or like? Yeah, as people start going back to work, especially, I'm sure the lunch times became a lot more problematic for them. Yeah, and then, but then some people who had kids really enjoyed the lunch times because, um, a lot of the kids that uh, were there with their mummies were like old enough to like pretend to do it with them, and it's so little plies, yeah, <laughs> so cute, um. And then, um, yeah, people who went back to work, some people were doing it in their office and all at lunchtime at some stage. It was so, it's so cool to see. But yeah, mm. just getting um, a bit more. So I was like, sure, look, I have the time. I'll do it. Like, I'll put on yeah. more classes. Um, and then the dance as well. My other friend, she um, was like, Dee, please, like, just do like a class where I was like oh I don't know like I don't know why but we're everybody I think is your 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 own worst critic or your own worst yeah. like, person to force yourself to do things yeah so you're just like oh I could do a class but then self-doubt and yeah and like uh, oh, like who am I to do all of this like, like I'm, I'm not qualified even though I've trained oh all gosh. my life yeah imposter syndrome is a thing oh, so bad yeah I'll teach like some vocal lessons I'll come out and I know exactly what I was talking about Mm. I'll come out and I'll be like I'm a fraud yeah oh my gosh like even though 
everything I said was fully informed, fully yeah. researched. I know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know why we have it. Like that doubt, like, and it's a lot, a lot of people, especially mm. during lockdown, I've spoke to a lot of people and everybody goes through it at one stage in their career. Yeah. And I feel, feel like we're all going through it now. We're all going to come out of this and everyone's going to have had their imposter like moment. We're all going to be so confident. We're going to be like, I got this. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um, how it all started. Literally just because my friends forced me to. <laughs> like peer pressure yeah. is finest right now. <laughs> Literally, yes. So I am so grateful and I will forever be grateful for um, people pushing me. Um, but it is scary and it's so vulnerable and it is hard work. It's yes. Like, but it. like, you could tell you were putting a lot of stuff into it. Like your, like your social was always just so like regular. Do you like plan that? Oh my God. I've no clue what I'm doing on social media. Oh, well, it looks like <laughs> you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, like if you like look past, um, like from before uh lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, all over the shop i literally never... i scrolled back on yours because i was like dang did she set this up for bar with denise because this is really good and i scrolled back and i was like i'm gonna scroll back forward now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay that's she's got a normal it's a normal page yeah okay cool. oh my god yeah like no i just start um who so one of my friends georgina who's um a dancer also she started doing some graphics um during lockdown she has like some fab stuff that she's done um but she uh, was like d like let me do a thing for you um i was like that's so kind everybody is so so lovely and like from then she as well the name i hadn't even thought of she was like oh what what do you want to call your class like for the flyer thing she was making and i was like oh i don't know I, and i was so like oh my god I have to think of this like shit like oh my god like you're so used to being under a studio and it's like the studio's name or yeah somebody else this is not my responsibility but your things probably literally said the class is bar and then the next box went with Denise oh yeah that and that is literally what the process was I it was literally within like five seconds of texting her back I was like uh bar with Denise (laughs) <laughs> but it has such a good ring to it you're lucky in that sense I guess oh my god and I sometimes I do think like oh Dee, could you could have been a bit more creative there like it's I don't think you need to be like it's to the point and like that logo does look fab so your friend knows what yeah. she's doing so then so Georgina did them she's like what color and I kind of I was on Pinterest um like all the time I love Pinterest and just nice colors yeah um, I like colours. <laughs> so basic. But I my favourite colour is green, but I, I didn't want that. Of course, of course it's green. Uh, no, I do hate that it's green because everyone's like, is it because you're from Ireland? You're like, no, I just like green. <laughs> Dude, honestly, look at my nails. Oh, they're fabulous. Thank you. I did them myself. Oh, I, I did mine myself. They're not as fabulous, but the colour, look at that. Oh, they're gorgeous. Love it. Um, well, what people can't see right now is us holding our hands up to the screen like, hey. I've got some sage green on my nails. Mm, yummy. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. So I saw this like pink cloud, um, like just background thing like um on Pinterest and I was like oh that's really nice and then I was like yeah this and then I was like 
after like a while, my other friend, Naz, she has now got um, a company uh, called Rosa James and she did my website, mm. the logo, like loads of the social media stuff for me. She's incredible. And that looks fab. Like, like I remember seeing it and being like, it's so professional. Oh my God. <laughs> amazing like I would recommend them to anybody who ever wants like anything with advertising stuff or a website and stuff like that stuff that I didn't even think of she Mm. already was like on it I was like oh my god thank you and like especially with like um consistency she was really good at like telling me to be consistent basically because I would use like one font here another font there like little that to me I'm like oh my gosh you have to think of that like that has to because it's aesthetically pleasing right and that's yeah and like when you think about it you're like oh of course if I'm on a website I want it to all look the same but when you're doing it yourself you're like I like this one for this page and this one's pretty yeah yeah my gosh 100% and I was like oh my god um but she yeah Naz um and we were talking about this before um we came on here but uh, physically I can be creative and I can see things in my head and I can tell mm-hmm. them but then trying to make like a post like she um I use Adobe Spark it's a uh, this app and you can make like uh your like um class photos and like advertisement or whatever on that and um, I Sorry, would, what's that called Adobe Spark <laughs> Oh, right then. Let me show it down. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. Um, this is it, the, like, uh, black and red. Spark, Spark post. Okay, yeah. Cool. So, so, so good. But I would make one, and I'd be like, oh, my God, that's so good. I'm going to send it to Naz and see if she, like, approves. Oh, <laughs> like, and she'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, do you, is that a different font? Or, like, she'd be like oh, I think this will look better like this and la, la, la. And then I'd literally do what she said and I'd be like, oh my God, oh my, my God, God yeah. horrendous. Like, my God, my, because I have done everything myself that I've been doing over lockdown. I haven't, I haven't had a huge like breakthrough with anything. Like this podcast, like to all the people out there, I designed it on PowerPoint. Good woman. Like, the logo I designed on PowerPoint oh by taking like a stock photo of like a lady's toilet sign. Yeah. I cut the head off and then put the headphones thing on the top. The first time I did it, oh my God, my mum and my sister have been like the best critics. I sent it to them and my sister phoned me and just laughed down the phone because the head was too big. Oh my gosh. I so it just looked that. like this giant like spaceship on top of like a lady's toilet sign. I love that. I Thank did. you for the brutality. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, if you want honesty, mum and sisters are the ones. I was exactly mm-hmm. like even um like telling them about oh I think I'll do this and they were like oh hey that's good or like they they were all for it and then I'd be Mm. like okay just come on and like help me with like music wise because at the beginning especially with Zoom no one knew what the hell we were doing like oh my god and the whole like sharing sound or using live sound like I ended up just using a bluetooth speaker right by my mic because the sharing sound function like was great but the lag and then everyone's like I can't hear you and you're like this is ruining my class and unless (laughs) for me as well because like I want I like the music loud and because I'm Mm. talking loud especially when you're talking the music then to you it's so it's um 
lower and I'm like oh my god I actually can't hear it and we need to mm. be on the beat so it can get really like ah and when and, you're a stickler for beats like we are you're then like yeah. I must be on the one two three four. <laughs> oh my god yeah like a hundred percent but um yeah you find your way with it and so many people are so good at helping mm. and like, oh I found this helps like do that and just tell each other Wow. Yeah. Now there's two things I want to like just go over briefly before we answer the big question, like where we're going to go from here. Um, and I'd love to just a little bit more on your social. So you manage, whether it be conscious or not, to sort of bring in well-being, community and your own sort of personal life into your social. You're looking at me like, oh my God, please don't make me explain this because I have no idea. <laughs> I literally don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what I do. Well, I... maybe it's just your identity and your brand. Like maybe you are just the best brand. Like, <laughs> like it's on your website. You've got your vibe section. And I love that you do bring that personal. Like when the Black Lives Matter movement kicked yeah. off, you held those minutes silence. Yeah. Oh, I like, you didn't have to do that. Like honestly. Like you didn't have to, but the fact yeah. that you did and that you wanted to, one, showed that you cared, but also gave other sides to your class that weren't just come dance, go. Yeah, I'm not, I think in life to a good point and to a bad point of me, I share everything. I'm so open and so honest. And sometimes that I can be a bitch and it can come across as a bitch, but I don't ever... <laughs> mean to absolutely be one. well in your classes it didn't come across like that <laughs> apart no, from one time where you're just like work through the burn girls I'm like oh, uh, I, I know <laughs> I always encourage everyone to shout at me like even my friends to be like you heard the stuff I scream at you on zoom I'm like I love it keep it coming I can't hear it if that helps such, you. such a difficult setup in my old room when I was doing those bar classes you'd be like okay get your bar and I'd be like oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hard. But yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I find it hard to not, um, I don't know. To not share. Things. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I feel like that openness, again, it's part of your thing. As I said, you've got that vibes page on your website, which I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is about your community more than yeah, so we. You. So, yeah, so this was with Nat. Oh, 100%. I don't, like, everyone's, oh, it's so weird because it's called, like, Bear with Denise and it has my name in it, but it's not about me. And that's one thing I mm. really wanted and want to always come across, that it's not about me. It's about everyone coming to class. Because for me, classes I've been to and people I look up to, that's what they did. They mm. like, are, and I'm like, oh my God, they're literally like idols to me. I, I'm obsessed with them, but they'll never, in their class, they will never lose it or they'll never get angry or they never yeah. bring it back to them. And I think in our um, industry, a lot of people maybe can, or they, um, some trainers or other people that I've spoken to and stuff, like they just enjoy a balance of like, the trainer working out, but also coming to give you your like encouragement. And that to me is what has always helped me. Like mm -hmm. I love like, yeah, starting with the trainer or whatever in the class and it's so good. But then when they get off the, the like bike or when they get off their like mass or when they, wherever you are, when they get off their like um, standing point and you're like, oh my God, they're coming. I need to like keep going. Like it gives yeah. you something like, I don't know. And that's just what, 
I quite like. So when Naz um, was doing the, um, her name is Naomi, by the way, but we call her Naz. And um, when she was doing the website, she was like, there's this blog part. And I was like, Jesus, why do I have a blog? I, won't, I don't have anything to talk about. Like, why? And she was like, no, Dee, like, you should. Like, you should have that, pe- like, um, page just for, like, something, like, like share stuff about bar or share something. I was like, oh, God, I don't know. Like, and I was just like, mm. I don't know. Like, I don't write. Like, I don't know what to do. And then I was like, but I don't, I don't want it to be about me, but I understand that you think it should be there. So we just, like, kind of brainstormed and stuff. And then she then we were just like oh it could be about everybody else why not Mm. like there's so many cool people that come to class and like regardless of what you do there's so many amazing people um Mm. to just shed light on so why not yeah and in turn they will say great things about you which helps like helps your business in a sense as well oh which is not the reason for it but it's like an added little thing yeah like I think for me on the vibes page I try to talk about other people's business because I understand how much it helps because so Mm. many friends and that's the one thing I've learned in this time as well that word of mouth is so much more important the thing isn't it than any advertisement anywhere and I spoke to other people who own like beautician salons and stuff like that and they're the same they were like I could put out so much money on this one thing but if one girl tells her friend I will get so much more business from that and that yeah you like everything during lockdown and still now I can't thank people enough for sharing and telling friends because that's what has and it's so organic that way you don't just like put it out to people that don't want to see it I guess exactly like if my mate was like oh dear I went to this like uh nail person I'm like cool I'm gonna go to that nail person because my friend went there and she thinks and she said it's great yeah whereas if that nail person came up on like an advertisement I'd scroll past or I'd keep going Mm -hmm. so it's just yeah you trust the people around you yeah and I feel like again with the openness that you put on your social that gives a little bit more trust it's like oh this is real it's not yeah, a company. Yeah. It's a person and a person with feelings and thoughts and mm-hmm. bad Mondays and things oh, like that. Like, and I, I think I so before when um lockdown like happened and so then the whole bar with Denise was coming up. Um, I was like, somebody was asking me, like, "Oh, what are you gonna do with your Instagram?" And I was like, "What do you mean? What am I gonna do? Like, it's just there." <laughs> it's like, there. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and then I was like oh okay I need to think about this so I was just Mm. but I literally don't even have a big following I don't even have anything like that but somebody uh, who has like a big following who has grew massively during um lockdown was like no following is too small because again Mm. loyalty and friends and well yeah you could have 10 followers who all love you or a thousand who don't you don't even look at your stuff yeah so yeah. it doesn't numbers don't always necessarily matter in that sense mm. but um yeah someone was like oh and I was just kind of like oh okay I should think about this then I was like oh, okay maybe I should keep it just about bar and I do try to but I'm also like people that I like trainer wise and I follow I love seeing their life. I'm maybe I'm a nosy bitch, but I love seeing like. I think that. we all are nosy. We're like, oh, what are they doing today? Yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, that's what Instagram is to me. Like, yeah, I now see it so differently when you do use it as like your business too. But I think ultimately for me, it's just my life and my business is my life as well as sort of thing. Yeah, and that's, that's a great thing to have. Like I definitely found when I first started using Instagram, the whole thing was to see the insight into people you like admire's life. Yeah, yeah. Now, I guess it has evolved where it is much more sponsoring marketing and all that. And everyone seems to have a theme yeah. or a style or a plan. And yeah. I'm just like, at the moment, I'm still sort of finding my way like with that. Oh my God, sorry. that because the wind has it like tapping. And it's the wind, <laughs> the Irish wind. um no I totally get that like even like now so now I do have like a system of um just because I started it during lockdown now I'm like oh god I have to keep that up and the minute you start you're like oh my god I can't get off this train (laughs) because I'm not gonna go to like crap or whatever but I try to keep like it in the set of three you know how Mm -hmm. and literally that's what I think about well, that's a good way to think about it. Like I have a set of three. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's the simplest marketing and it's that whole like rule of three really does reinforce things in people's mind. Oh my I think God. I got taught it at like school or something. Like if you use three examples, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's probably why Instagram is in three, do you think? Oh, we found, we've worked them out. Oh. We've out. worked them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, that's literally how I think of. And just kind of... Um, what like calms me in a weird mm. I don't know if this is just weird but colours wise what I find nice to look at and calming is what I want to post because that's what I like I should know well and also you want your you want to come across as like calm you don't want to come across as like go 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 like come on everyone red yeah. black and green and woo yeah <laughs> like red is like danger color but sometimes that's a good one because it like stands out or whatever but um it yeah even though my classes are probably like that <laughs> well yeah but it's about well-being it's not about like yeah. anything else it's about feeling good um exactly. and that's the main thing that I just want to get maybe across to everyone yeah. <laughs> yeah so like um so there's one thing like in the lockdown you went from everything being free or donation based yeah to then making them sort of charged packages or classes um I was going to ask like what made you make that change but obviously like you're a business <laughs> yeah. so you can't offer it for free forever but what was like the turning point or why the length of time you did was there a reason or just a decision was made uh, yeah yeah no um again friends made me um charge because I I'm the kind of person who'd be like oh my god no but everybody else like what about them and then my friends are like yeah well, what about you like you're yeah you're <laughs> like and you're doing your job for free right now so I'm like oh god yeah like they definitely snapped me back to being like oh shit like you're also like not getting paid or you're not doing mm. you have a job no the government is not very great for <laughs> and um, yeah, there's oh, so much we could say on that you know yeah. so yeah it was um they kind of copped me on um and I think it was when I got the website that 
um, I did it for free, I think, the first two weeks because also the government, I think, they extended, it was around a point they extended a lockdown. Um, oh, and extended the, um, the support schemes and things like that as well. Yeah, it was, yeah, I think we were meant to come out of the, like, major lockdown and then they were like, oh, jokes, no, we're staying in. <laughs> I imagine if that's how our news, like, shows were, rather than Boris just waffling on and whatever, it'd oh just be God. like, oh, we're coming out, jokes, gotcha! <laughs> I would love if the news was like that, like, yeah. some sort of humour, some sort of, like, relief, not like, everything is bad and this is going to happen. <laughs> everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so then when that happened, I knew people weren't going back to work as soon as we thought. I was like, okay, let's, let's do it another few weeks for free. And then I'll switch it over um, when everybody has kind of gone back to work or has had um, more work come in and just stuff like that. Because again, I wasn't, I still had n- nothing. Um, mm. So then, yeah, I switched it over. Um, but then still nice. put up like uh, Instagram live just for people who um, maybe couldn't afford it still still had like something to do performers yeah <laughs> um, and that I think was my main like ah uh, like but there's people who are not getting work and people who would enjoy this class and like benefit and then I would speak to obviously people who do have like jobs that support them <laughs> and jobs that the government support and stuff like that so and they were like mm. yeah, people like I know some people who actually like doubled their like wage in lockdown and like some people then who obviously were completely minus so like it just yeah. depends on your your life I suppose and your work yeah completely it's a Different world, but um, do you feel like going, obviously, I'd like to think, do you feel like going to that paid um, sort of format, do you think it was helpful for you? Do you think it, like, it worked in the way you wanted it to, or do you feel like it didn't? It was really hard to um, understand what um, prices to put on it, because Mm -hmm. there's so much to think of, like, um, in that sense, you don't want to, like, do it for like like 2p or like whatever not obviously 2p yeah you want you want to have value to your work we don't want to overcharge because it's all about that community again for you especially oh 100 percent. and like I'm always open to like like helping people or like if someone's like oh I want to come but I don't get paid till next week and like just trust him because people people aren't gonna take advantage if like obviously if you know them but I don't know. I think I tried to put my trust in things and maybe learn the hard way <laughs> before I realise what to do. But yeah, yeah, one of those things like you got one chance and then if they don't pay, you just don't let them in again or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but luckily I've never had anything like that. Like everybody mm. like on it, like um, people. And that's the thing as well. Like you always, because for me personally, if I was going to do something, I would, be like I would pay and that's just the way it goes um Mm. and but when you're I don't know when all of it was going on there was so much free stuff happening as well from studios that I could afford to do that and like uh a lot of studios did like Instagram lives and stuff and their instructors could get paid um but obviously for someone and other people like me who it's just you you're 
only source of income is from the people that come. Yeah. But yeah, so there was a lot to like think about. and I can imagine. Yeah. 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 So that kind of leads me on to like, where do you think, what like, obviously you can't predict, but where do you think we're going to go next? Like I personally, I do see a lot more sort of these independent startups coming up now people being creative which is great to see yeah but in terms of the creative world what what do you see going forward <laughs> such a horrible question to ask but that's why we're here today <laughs> well um I mean there's been a lot of hardship like two of the studios I worked at have closed down um other studios have thrived so in in that in the fitness world that way I think online is gonna continue because stuff like if you're in London you've things left right and center but if you're mm. in like Ireland there's not there might not be a bear class or there might not be this so like even my mates who are in Canada would do my class and they would never have been able to do that if they were if it was all just in person so I think that yeah. online stuff will definitely go forward for um fitness I feel like online was taking a bit of a, like things were turning to online. Like I'd had a few online singing lessons prior to lockdown and then lockdown happened and it's just shoved us in that direction. Like everything's online now. Everything has to be available online. If not, people are like, why? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, but with like shows and stuff, I pray to God that Mm. they just come back sooner than... That's easy. Expected. Um, yeah. Because it brings so much joy to people and it just should not have had the hardship it has during this time. Like, yeah. Of, um, uh, help and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. Like watching dancers that I know having to get jobs in Tesco's and things like obviously fine for the time being, but it's now not the time being it's like how long is this going to be for yeah because people enjoy it it's not like this is what I get so confused about it's not like it's an industry where people hate or can't be arsed to go and see or like yeah it's, it's not like it's only for the performer like the no. performer is doing that for the the what the watcher is that what? audience <laughs> Yeah, people love it. Like so many people are like, oh my God, that gig is cancelled. I couldn't wait to see that artist. Or like, oh my God, I haven't seen a show in so long. Oh, Panto this year, we always go with my family, that tradition. Or like, there's there's so many more people involved than I feel like is letting on. By it's the not just the industry that's suffering. It's no. all, it's everyone. Yeah. Like you can watch stuff on, on the internet, but it's not, it's like watching TV all the time. Yeah, but even I feel then, like a lot of color in our world has just disappeared. Exactly. Yeah, and a lot of um, what's the word like escapism, like for people that yeah, people who are in industries where they don't get that color yeah. and that freedom and excitement. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There is nothing like live music and live performance. There is nothing like mm. um. So I I hope that something is sorted out like they did um was it pretty women they did a few weeks ago kimberly walsh um i have no idea and they yeah they they did all like i think it was all like obviously covid um stuff um so there and then andrew lloyd webber is doing like so much to try and get 
everything. He's back. really pushing, isn't he? Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> bless him. I know. But, <laughs> come, um, on, uh, come on, Mr. Lloyd Webber, you can do it for us. Fight our corner. And then there's Niall Horan, who's doing like a show from um, Royal Albert, I think, somewhere, yeah, in London. And it's for all the money is going towards his crew and stuff that have like, obviously not lost ever. everything. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing stuff happening, but from the people like, like obviously in that industry and a lot of other people have spoke out as well, which is really good. But yeah, in terms of like all live stuff, I hope it's back sooner than we Yeah, because it, it's great seeing all these like huge names doing something. Like it's amazing and I like please <laughs> please keep doing it. Yeah. Like because people are noticing it, but it's all the stuff underneath that is going unnoticed. Not unnoticed, but without the grassroots stuff, without like people who are just starting out and independents and yeah. people who haven't got to the point in their careers where they can say, I've done what I want to do. Yeah, I'm finished. Like, yeah. There's no, like, the industry isn't going to move on and progress. We're just going to be listening to the Rolling Stones for the next 20 years, which I don't mind, like them, but (laughs) I want new stuff. I want to be able to go to a little dive bar around the corner and hear three bands I'd never heard of and go, oh, that one's cool. And then five years later, see them in an arena. Yeah, I know, I know. Or to see an independent dance show in a small playhouse theatre and then see that choreographer like progress like it's just not happening there's nothing new at the moment which sucks yeah um and yeah it is it's just all a lot um but I do have like this excitement of when everything gets like the okay to go ahead the Mm. amount of creative stuff that's going to happen is amazing like think I hope so that yeah, when it's an if and please God, I think I'm maybe I'm being like um, delusional. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel but like it has to come back. You can't just take an industry like this and delete it. No. Oh my God! Absolutely not. Could you imagine? Sorry, we're deleting art. Yeah, can't. Which back. is what it feels like. Yeah, I know. And um, but all of the creatives, like everybody that has been sitting around like creating and wondering and trying something new like when the time comes that they're allowed to do it for people there's going to be some incredible stuff I hope so I can't wait for that time I just hope that time as you say is like sooner rather than later yeah I mean yeah hopefully um yeah who 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 knows who knows definitely not us no (laughs) (laughs) but please god i am optimistic about it yeah so please keep creating people even if you are in that position where you feel like you do have to do something else for now yeah one have no shame i feel like is a very good thing to say i definitely i've been considering retraining and i was like oh my god i'm so ashamed don't i think it's important to not have any shame if that's what you need to do to pay your rent yeah, I think it, it's about looking at it as another, like, notch on your belt or whatever. I don't even know if that's saying, lol. I hope it is. <laughs> it's just, like, an extra thing you have, and it doesn't mean what you are about and what you want in life doesn't exist anymore. It's just about, oh, right now I have to do this. It's a for now, not a forever. Yeah, and if that for now actually turns out to be something you really enjoy, well... 
that's great as well. You can still do both. You can still do what you want. Yeah, um, and it's very important. I've seen a lot of things come out very recently about even if you do your creativity part-time, that doesn't mean yeah. you are not that person. Exactly, yeah. Which, and I think that's something we're, we're all guilty of. Like, yeah. I think you have to take the I away from you. As in, like, you can't... Like, and I know it's it's so hard for us, but we're like, that. that is me. Like, without that, I'm not myself. But maybe it's yeah. a have to understand. I think we also need to stop projecting that onto other people. Like, if you see someone who is a full-time, I don't know, some kind of like computer analyst or something who also has like a, a great band and goes and does wedding gigs at the weekend or yeah. is a dancer at the weekend. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're not a dancer. Exactly. Like, like which is sort of our perception. I feel it's, yeah. yeah. I feel why? Like, I feel like we are all quite like, um, Oh, unless you're doing it like full on and like you only commit to that. That's when you're that person. But you mm. can do so many different things. Like even like a lot of uh, dancers are in fitness. And like just because you're doing fitness doesn't mean that you're not a dancer anymore. Just because you're doing like um, sewing or like making costumes doesn't mean you're not the actress anymore. You can still be like all of it. Like you can still do it. Yeah, it's, it's a strange world. But thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank um, you. If people want to join bar with Denise which I would totally recommend everyone do it I had so much fun and cursed my laptop so many times um where can they find you oh um on Instagram my um handle is at Denny D-E-N-I underscore goff G-O-F-F um and then my website is www.bar-with-denise.com oh my god that's a mouthful that one like I'm so glad you chose Denise and not your surname. Like, bar with goff doesn't quite have the same That's ring. That's like to... you're in for hell. Like, <laughs> with goff, she will torture you. <laughs> no, it's all fun. Thank you for coming on and see you later. Thank you. Next time. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Now, how do I stop recording?